Tomb Raider. Maybe you've seen the movie, or maybe you played the video game, but today's topic is from a line in that song that says, Our God has robbed the grave. The word rob means to take something away from someone by force, to remove or carry away. Jesus, when he had received the sour wine on the cross, he said, It is finished, bowed his head, and then voluntarily gave up his spirit. Jesus was buried in a tomb given by a rich man. It turns out Jesus was just borrowing that grave because God was going to take away Christ's body from the dead. So by he was going to remove the things that were a part of the curse of sin and death. God is the original tomb raider. He ripped off three things from the devil and replaced these with his incredible gifts. Number one, God removes my sin and guilt. In Psalms 103.12, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far you've removed our guilt from us. John 1.29, look, the Lamb of God, that's Jesus, who takes away the sins of the world. It's why I love you, that time. You take my very old self. My son Zion understood this when he was baptized at a very young age. Hebrews 9.26 Once and for all time he has appeared to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. The prophet Isaiah said about Jesus in chapter 53 verse 6 The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know what a substitute is. One who takes the place of another. So basketball, who may injured or absent, the player who cannot perform his duties needs a substitute. In the Old Testament, when a guilty sinner was unable to perform and obey the commandments of God properly, he could bring an animal sacrifice put his hands on the animal, tagging that animal as a substitute, isang kapalit, to be killed in his place. It was called a scapegoat. The priest examines the lamb. defects, blemishes. Alright, approved. The offerer lays his hands. A picture of Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away our sin. All his sins transferred to the Lamb. The Lamb's righteousness is now transferred to the offerer. He walks away with something he never had before. The favor, the blessings. The scapegoat symbolizes 
the death penalty that we deserve because we didn't perform and obey God. But Christ died in our place. Si Jesus ay naging kahalili natin at inalis sa atin ang ating pagkakasala upang ilagay ito sa kanyang sarili. Christ's sacrifice not only deleted my sin and my guilt, but replaced it with Christ's righteousness. This is mind-boggling. But look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. God made Him, Jesus, who had no sin, become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that Christ became a sinner or that Jesus is guilty of sin. Remember, the Lamb of God, the, the offering sa Old Testament, ay dapat walang dungis. But it does mean that our sins ay kinuha niya. Sinisingil ito sa kanyang sarili. Inako ni Jesus ang mga utang natin at ganap na binayaran ang ating mga Bayarin. Si Jesus na hindi gumawa ng kasalanan ay naging kasalanan upang tayo'y naging matuwid ng hindi makagawa ng tama. Number two is God removes the anger. The resurrection of Jesus removed God's anger. First John 4.10, we see what real love is. It is not our love for God, but His love for us when He sent His Son to satisfy God's anger against our sins. May galit ang Diyos sa kasalanan ng Old Covenant. Pero when Jesus died and paid the price of our death penalty sa cross, it was called sa Bible, the Bible word was propitiation or pagbabayad sala, an Appeasement, o kaya a peace offering to God that satisfied the righteous anger of God. And then, the prophet Isaiah described in Isaiah 54, verse 8 and 9, that in an outburst of anger, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting loving kindness, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord. Just as I swore in the time of Noah that I would never again let a flood cover the earth, so now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. You mean God never gets angry? He promises He'll never be angry at you who are in Christ Jesus. If God feels angry, it's not about your sins. That was settled 100% appeased at the cross. He says, I'll remember their sins no more. God's anger is reserved for those who reject Jesus, the free gift of salvation, because He loves people so much. He wants everyone to be saved. Like the boat captain trying to rescue a drowning child, he feels angry that the way of salvation is right there but they refuse to be rescued and choose to be lost. Sayang. In the Bible, when Jesus spoke the words, it 
is finished. His dying words. In English, the three words, it is finished, comes from the one Greek word, tetelestai. It's an important word that we need to study. It was used in the marketplace very commonly in those days. And essentially, you could summarize it by saying, paid in full. Sometimes it would appear in business and commerce, right? When the process of transferring a property deed came up, for example. So the transfer of ownership was not in effect until the deed was dated and signed. And when this was realized, the clerk would write to Telestai across the deed, indicating that the transaction was indeed complete. There was no more contingencies, the transfer of property had officially happened, and there was a new owner. When someone had a debt and it was paid off, the creditor would write to Telestai across the certificate of debt, signifying that it was paid in full, that there was nothing more required of the debt. Now, the death of Jesus on the cross finished the picture of redemption, a masterpiece which had been on the Father's heart from before for the foundation of the world. These applications have helped me better understand what Jesus has done for me by his act upon the cross. You see, it was an act of submission to our Heavenly Father. Not my will, but your will be done, he says. It was a work of art, perfect in its completion. It was payment in full, never needing to worry about another bill that was coming due. It was satisfying in full the penalty for breaking the law. Finally, right, Telestai was proclaimed in the pluperfect tense, demarking a specific moment in time that would be in effect for forever. A powerful and permanent rebuke to our accuser, Satan, that allows us to boldly proclaim that there is no more condemnation. There's no more price for us to pay, time to serve, or sacrifice to give, because it has been done. It is being done, and it will continue to be done without ceasing by the sacrificial act of Jesus on the cross. You see, what's left for us to do is to accept Jesus' action on our behalf without condemnation and acknowledge that there is nothing that we can do and no penance that we can pay to satisfy the debt that we owe. Because we don't actually have to worry about that anymore because it has been paid in full by Jesus on our behalf to tell us that. Jesus' mission was accomplished at the cross. And when he shouted, finished, it was a shout not of defeat, but a shout of victory.
God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Christ's sacrifice not only satisfied God's righteous anger, but actually turned it into the favor of God. The word you'll read in the Bible in the original Hebrew language is the word chesed, loving kindness. It says in Psalms 30 verse 5, his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor, his chesed, lasts for a lifetime. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 says that hindi niya ipinakait ang sarili niyang anak kundi binigay niya ito para sa ating lahat. Siguradong ibibigay niya rin sa atin ang lahat ng iba pa. God has removed my sin and guilt and clothed me with the very righteousness of His Son, Jesus. And His righteous anger at my sin and disobedience has been fully satisfied on the cross where God accepted the peace offering of Jesus. And God has now vowed with His covenant promises to always do good to you. Psalms 23.6 Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. Lamentations 3 verse 22 His mercies, His loving kindnesses, His favor of God is new every morning. And the great blessing from the book of Numbers 6, verse 25. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you His favor and give you His peace. The third thing that was removed at the cross of Jesus Christ was the separation gap between us and God. Isaiah 59.2 states that your sins have separated you from your God. There was a curtain that was in the temple that always reminded people that they needed to keep distance from God. 
They could not be mixed with a holy God when they are unholy. The impure cannot be in the presence of purity. But when Jesus died, that temple, keep-out curtain, I call it a keep-out curtain. It's like a big curtain that was a way of saying, keep out. Don't come near. That curtain was torn away. Matthew 27, 51 said the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. It was an act of God ripping away the barrier, the keep distance curtain and taking it away so that we could come into a intimate and personal relationship with God. Romans 5, verse 10 and 11 says the death of his son restored our relationship with God while we were still his enemies. How much more now that we're reconciled shall we be saved by the life of his son? 2 Corinthians 5:18 and 19. He restored our relationship with him through Christ. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. So there's no more separation gap because of sin. It was removed. Nung ako ay nasa teenage years, madalas pumupunta kami sa mga concerts. And we would try every way to see the, the musicians, yung mga stars. Gusto namin magpa-autograph or to, um, gusto namin makuha yung autograph nila or to meet them and maybe have a picture taken with them. But, lagging made barriers, made security guards, private entrances, and it was only for authorized people. You would be really lucky and super privileged if you could have a backstage pass to have access to mingle with the musicians. And maybe you feel you can never get that close to God. Maaring ang nasa isip mo is, Mixing with God, being in His presence is only for the elite Christians. Para sa mga mambabuti, mga religious. But Jesus removed the barriers that kept us out or at a distance from God. Wala nang obstacle. Romans chapter 8 verse 38 says, Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can cut you off from your relationship with Him. Now, we can enjoy intimate fellowship. And even sin cannot break your fellowship with God. Because Hebrews 4.16 says, We can approach the throne of grace to receive mercy. It's not a throne of fear or a throne of threat or judgment. It's a throne of grace. And Christ's sacrifice not only removed the gap that separated me from God, but he's also restored me to unrestricted closeness. Say that again, unrestricted closeness. Romans 5 verse 1 and 2, we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect or a mature and complete relationship with God. Ephesians 2, verse 4, 6, 12, 13. Read the whole chapter. But with an incredible love, He embraced us. 
He raised us up together with Him when we believed and seated us together with Him in the heavenly places because we're in Christ Jesus. You were separated from Christ, excluded, without hope and without God. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Ephesians 3.12 says, In union with Christ. That's pretty close. Union with Christ. And through our faith in Him, we have the boldness to go into God's presence with all confidence. Years ago, there were photos released of a young boy who was caught on camera in a highly restricted area of the American White House, hiding in and hiding and playing in different rooms. He was even seen under the desk of the U.S. president. The authorities never caught him, never stopped the naughty boy from running around and freely going into every room, acting like he owned the place. Because John F. Kennedy Jr. was the president's son. This kid went confidently into places that even the top military generals could not go near. He felt completely at home and was affectionately touching and playing with the most powerful man in the free world at that time. The president was his daddy and they were close. Close ba kayo ni God? Tanong mo sa sarili mo, how close am I? Tanong, how close can I be? How close do you want to be? Sabi ni Jesus, John 14, 2, In my Father's house there are many rooms. I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. James 4, 8, Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. So ang application po natin is to think, declare, and act like as if you were wearing the righteousness of Christ because literally you are wearing the very righteousness of Christ. Sin and guilt has been removed and replaced with the righteousness of Christ. Pangalawang application, watch out for and call out the favor of God in all various aspects of your life. Because the anger of God has been removed and replaced with His favor. The chesed, the loving kindness, the mercies that are new every morning. So watch out for those and call them out. Point them out. Recognize them. At magpasalamat sa lahat ng mga favor ni God sa iba-ibang areas ng buhay mo. And the third thing is to confidently and frequently draw closer to God to enjoy the benefits of being in His presence. Because the separation gap has been robbed out of the tomb and it has been replaced with unrestricted closeness. Closeness to your Heavenly Father, the most powerful being in the world, but He is your Daddy. Enjoy the benefits of being close to Him and never, never stay far. Always run near to Him 
and He will always run near to you. Let's pray together. Salamat o Dios sa ginawa mong tomb raiding to rob away what I needed removed in our lives. Thank you for taking out of the grave the sin and the guilt that we had and replacing that with your very righteousness. Like the prodigal son received the robe of his father. Thank you for putting on us, clothing us with Christ. And we thank you, Lord, for taking off the anger that you once had towards our sins. But through Jesus' atoning sacrifice, that's that payment of the full price, the tetelestai, paying it in full on our behalf, thank you for replacing it with your favor, with a promise to always do good to us. And thank you for removing, for robbing out from the devil that separation gap and replacing it with unrestricted access, closeness to your heart. That we would be like John the Beloved to lean against your presence and lean into you and enjoy all of the benefits of being near to you. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross and on your resurrection, all the benefits that have been released. In his name we pray it. Amen and amen.